What's up? Good morning. Welcome back, guys. It's Anthony. What's that? It's Anthony. Oh, it's Alan. <laughs> uh, we were. I, told, I didn't know we were doing this now. I uh, we were told that people didn't know who we are. <laughs> right. We don't really introduce each other, do we? Well, I mean, I didn't think that we have to after like ten episodes. But do we ever do that though? Do we ever? The first four episodes. Oh, it's, yeah. It's been a blur. It's, it's been, been a blur. blur. We've, We've done so, it quite a few. It, it's funny because um, when I listen back to episodes, I'm just like, oh, we said this. We talked about this. Oh my god. Have no you way. have you noticed any changes over the last couple of? Uh, Last couple of episodes, have you quality wise? That, yeah, quality yes. wise, have you noticed like the flow getting a little bit better? Yeah. Um, so people that have watched the episodes um, actually have said that after episode four, we sound a bit better. <laughs> I, I, wow, after episode four, the first okay. three were a bit like it was shit. like they were, they were eavesdropping. I feel like they were eavesdropping into the show, versus, okay, into conversation okay. versus. Um, it was like a pure podcast show because oh, we're, we're doing okay, this okay. like very free form, right? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's like a recap episode. It's okay. It's okay. It's good. I mean, I've been away for a little while, so yeah. it's good to be back. Yeah. yeah. I mean, even listening to the podcast won't notice it because yeah. it's going to be released. It's okay. Simultaneously. That's, how, that's how it is. You know, but that's how it is. You try to have a couple that's built up. Yeah, man. Yep. So how you been? Not so bad. Not so bad. I had the, uh, the last week off. So I decided that uh, I'm going to do a couple of things that are, you know, relaxing. I mean, I can't go anywhere during this time. So I decided to take a vacation yeah, here, true. staycation for a week. Yeah, and true. honestly, it's felt, it felt a lot longer than just the week off. Really? Yeah. Like a, I took, I only took five days off, right? I took yeah. Monday. Well, Monday was a holiday. So I took yeah. Tuesday to Friday off. Save those vacation right? days. And then I got the, the weekend before and after. And honestly, it's felt like two, three weeks off. It felt a long time for it you, right? It felt like a long time. I, I, think, tradi- I mean, traditionally, usually when we go on vacation, we go yeah. somewhere and we're doing something right. that entire time, right? Yeah. Even though we take like two weeks off, three weeks off, that entire time we're doing things. Plus we're traveling at the beginning and the end. Right. So feel, it doesn't really feel like, sometimes you come back from vacation, you're like, well, fuck. Feel like I had to take a vacation from a vacation. Yeah, yeah. Right? You, you, need, you just didn't have time off. Yeah, like. but like this last week, I just kind of stayed home, didn't do much, um, and it felt great. Really felt. I think, I think it's changed how I'm going to pr- approach vacations in the future. Really? Yeah. Even if I go somewhere, uh-huh. I don't think I'm going to. Okay, so in the past, what I've done is I've usually taken like two weeks off, right? And I would go to like two, three different places. Okay, right. Usually it would be somewhere in Asia and then on the way back, I would swing by Taiwan to my family a little bit. Yeah. But I think now I might take two weeks off and just be in one place or take two weeks off or like, yeah, like significantly longer periods, extend where I am in one particular place. Right. And then not try to do as much stuff within that time. Uh Right. I think people feel like, you want to maximize your holiday. Right. So when you go somewhere, you want to like, okay, I want to do all the things. 50 destinations. Exactly. So, right. and, and like, I, I mean, I've done that in the past, right? I've planned out what I'm going to do every single day. Okay. Right. Some days I don't follow through with it. Sometimes you get tired or you get rained in or whatever it might be. Yeah. But no, I think it's really changed how I'm going to approach my vacations in the future. So was it your first time, I guess, having time off in Toronto? Because I mean, most people, they don't really have a long period 
where they're in Toronto mm-hmm. and they're doing fuck all, right? Mm. Well, not you weren't doing fuck all, but I mean, just like you're here, but you're not working, right? Like right. that, 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 like a real staycation is yeah. really rare in Toronto. Yeah, I, I feel like this is the first time that I've done that. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> we have an arm sticking out of nowhere. <laughs> Uh, no, but you know, you know me, like I, I've yeah. kind of been like on that for a while, right? Like not just cause of COVID, mm-hmm. but even the past, uh, with my other ventures mm-hmm. and then my concussion back yeah. then I was out for like six months. Right. Yeah. So like I'm used to this lifestyle, <laughs> but that's different, right? Yeah, when you're yeah. recovering from something, something, I it, think that's a little bit different. It is right? different. It is different. But, uh, but it feels yeah. great. <laughs> it, feels, it feels good. I've ate like, I ate like crap for the last week. Really? Yeah. I don't think I cooked a single meal. I think I've ate like only takeout and Uber Eats for the last week. You're, you're kind of like regressing. This is kind of yeah, like it's what bad. people do in their 20s. It's not good. It's not good. But, uh, you know, I'm starting tomorrow. I'm going back to work. So oh, today, wow. today I'm, uh, I'm going to go buy some food to meal prep for the week. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I don't do meal prep. I like meal prep. I mean, do I don't, actually? I don't plan every meal. Right. I, I prep a whole bunch and usually I'll eat it for lunch or I'll eat right. it for dinner, but sometimes not, sometimes not both. Yeah. But I like, you know, sometimes I like making like a fresh salad and stuff yeah. like that. Like last summer, I actually was really diligent about my diet and, you know, stuff like that. Really? And uh, lost a whole bunch of weight last summer. Really? And then over the Christmas break, <laughs> you know, kind of, no, I didn't gain it all back. <laughs> I, I maintained it. I didn't okay. continue to lose. I didn't continue to lose weight. Okay. But I'm really trying this summer to try and lose that last couple of pounds that I've been kind of holding on to. It's so hard. It's tough. Especially that last five to 10. It's really, really tough. So for me, I'm really, I'm not looking at like, like the number of mm-hmm. like my, my weight, weight. I'm looking at the body fat percentage. Mm-hmm. So I was going down about two pounds a month. That's pretty good. And now I've stagnated. Mm-hmm. So like last month, I only lost like 0.1 pounds. Yeah. Like, like I look at it from like an overall month perspective. right? Yeah. So like if you do an average of your whole month, you know, what is yeah. your weight? Right. Yeah. So I think this month I might lose like half a pound. I'm just like, mm. fuck. You do, you do look significantly slimmer. Slimmer. Yeah. <laughs> the la- the la- I would say maybe like last, last year, last summer, maybe. Whose wedding was it? Mike's wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Did, yeah. 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 I was like, oh, AK looks a little chubs. <laughs> I, I, I was a little round. Yeah. I remember because I had that suit made okay. just for his fucking wedding. Oh, really? Yeah. Because <laughs> I didn't have a suit that fit. Oh, shit. <laughs> Remember that Burberry suit we bought together? No, I don't remember. The one we got in, in uh, Buffalo? I don't. I, I, vaguely, vaguely. Uh, okay, so we bought that summer suit, me, yeah. you, and Suze. Okay. And yeah, that suit doesn't fit. No, <laughs> yeah. My yeah. friend was like, your shoulders are way too big for the suit. I was like, yeah. oh, shit. But there was a couple, like when I was, when I really lost a lot of that weight last summer, yeah. there were a lot of clothes that fit I, again? that started to fit again. <laughs> and it felt really fucking good man it really felt good i but uh really had to get back on it really had to get back on it honestly if there's one thing that i've really learned over the last year two years about trying to lose this last last couple pounds of weight yeah is that it's really in a diet it's almost it's like all diet. it's like like 90 percent diet i really didn't want to believe that diet yeah. had an impact yeah but uh, fuck, i have no choice <laughs> it, really, it makes succumb. a huge difference 
It makes a huge it difference. It makes a huge difference. Yeah. Look, I brought I brought a list today of things to talk about. <laughs> Usually I don't do that, but I had a whole week off. So I had you some, actually thought about so it. So I had some experiences over the last week right, that, that, you uh, go through? that I wanted to talk about. And okay. the first thing was the, the vacation stuff. Yeah. Right? And of course, uh, I am in the market for a new car. So yeah. during this past week, I rented a car. Uh, so I can kind of test drive it for an extended period of time. Which one did you get? I got a 2017 Boxster. You can rent a 2017 Boxster? On Turo. Oh, on Turo. Yeah, on okay. Turo. Yeah. So Turo, we were going to use it in LA. Okay. Because I'm flying there yeah, okay. this week. Yeah. So I've never used it. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, do you have a referral code? <laughs> Uh, I don't know, but I, I would say the actual using right. of the app works really, really well. Really? Really well. My only problem is uh-huh. the, I feel like the person who rents you the car, who owned the car, uh-huh. didn't really take great care of the car. Right. What so do there you were, mean? So there were some issues with the car itself. Okay. Right? Um, the steering was really, really stiff. Right. And it was... And if you just kind of let go of the uh, of the steering, it would it would. Uh, oh, so alignment's all fucked up. The alignment's definitely off. Oh, and the second thing, I think the some parts of the lower control arm, or maybe even like the actual power steering fluid, is that a thing? Uh, man in the, man in the wall is is a power steering fluid a thing? Well, actually, no, it is a thing. Yeah, it's a thing, right? Of course. I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how long you have to kind of like change that stuff out, but the steering was really really tight. And oh. that made it really kind of uncomfortable. Also, oh, you couldn't turn the wheels easily. Yeah, it was really tough. So either it was low on power steering fluid or there's a puncture somewhere. Or like I've, I've had a really old car in the past. That's yeah, kind of yeah, had that yeah. problem. And it was the actual axle at the bottom that was turning the wheels. Yeah, that yeah, one yeah. of them was broken. Control arms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I've had that problem. So before. that was really tough. And then another thing was that year of cars just in general. 2017. Yeah. Kind of was going through this weird transition period between like really old cars, like right. where like the uh, the da- not the dash the the uh, the infotainment system is like yeah. you know you can put in your own stuff that's, oh, that's really awesome. cool, yeah. right? And then the new stuff, which is like all built in, like the new Mercedes, like BMW, like, yeah, BMW car, yeah. all of that is built into the dash, right? It's all that's touchscreen, annoying, yeah. right? And then that's the CarPlay stuff, right? But then in between, this is kind of weird transition period where it uses like these weird shitty touchscreen oh, yeah, yeah, systems, yeah, yeah. you know, and it, and it had that. And it was really tough to figure out. And it yeah. was like, and there was no option to use your iPhone. It uses oh, an iPod. Oh, so yeah. it, it was just kind of strange. Um, so there were, I mean, those were in the grand scheme of things, small things, right? Not, not huge complaints. Do you feel you're complaining more about it because you're in tech and product? So like the UI sucks. You're like, I fuck. Don't know. I feel like it was, if, it was either one way or the other. It was right. like really old, right? I could just plug in an auxiliary cable and away I go, yeah. right? Or if it was a new one and it supports CarPlay or Bluetooth. You know, Android, yeah. Android Auto, whatever the fuck it's called, yeah. then like that's great too. But yeah. in this weird middle ground, it's kind of just weird, right? It yeah. doesn't, doesn't work particularly great. It's not total shit, but it's not doesn't work totally great. Um, but those things aside... You put the top down on that car. <laughs> so all it's these awesome. problems. It's awesome. It's a, it's a really cool all car. All these problems went away with the top down. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't say it went away, <laughs> but you kind of forget about it. You really do kind of forget about it. Really? Because 
you're driving with the top down it's nice. and it just feels great. It feels really, yeah. really good. Yeah. So wait, you so you had a Boxster. Which one was it? Like, was it the it was 718? A, no. Yeah. No, uh, I, I think, yeah, I think it is a 718. Really? I think it's still considered a 718. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but I'm in, a, I'm in the market for a convertible. And nice. the Boxster was one of the things I was considering. Right. So if I was to get a Boxster, it, I would I would be buying it used, of course, right. and yeah. I would keep my current car. Okay. But that's good. The other alternative is uh, an I, A5 Cabrio, yeah. right? Or my wife likes the C300 Cabrio, right? Mm. Uh, so that would be another alternative. But if we get that, if that's the alternative, that's something that we can drive year round. So yeah. that in that case, I would get rid of the the gti that i have now oh i guess because it's yeah it's kind of like another four door four seater car exactly it's a four seater car right yeah yeah and we drive people around quite a bit you know like that guy over there yeah um, man on the wall you no know, we have dogs that you know ride with us in the car um so i think it's it's definitely more convenient and more practical to have something to drive year round right and it's a four seater yeah but convertibles man it yeah. is it is fun as hell i remember when we were growing up I think somebody trusted you, a 19 or 18 year old Alan with a hard top. Yeah. Three series. Yeah. 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 yeah, And you came and picked me up with it. Yeah. I was like, this is the fucking coolest shit. It's so much fun. It is so much fun. That was like, um, no, uh, I wasn't, I wasn't 18, 19. How old are you? I was a little bit old. I was like maybe 22. No, no. This is before 22 for sure. Cause I wasn't driving at the time. I didn't have a car back then. Are you sure? Yeah. I think I, I don't know if I even had my G2 yet because. Um, my dad wouldn't let me. <laughs> yeah, it was fucking annoying as fuck. I, I remember for that. When I the the, re, the only reason why I pushed to get my G two was because I knew I wanted to drive myself to prom. <laughs> I, I I knew that there were people who had like their parents drive them to prom or whatever like that, and I'm like I I am not, not having that. that. So I am driving myself to prom. So I am gonna get my G two. You know who drove me to prom? You remember? No, I don't. Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> He had the same car I had. Yes, you guys both had the- Like a 96, 97 Camry. The undestructible Camry. That car, I believe, is still probably on the road today. I thought you guys uh, took it to the- the No, we sold it. Oh, you sold it, actually? Yeah, we sold it to a a family friend. Okay. And he continued to drive it even after that. That car smelled like a fucking bar. And by that, I mean- the cigarette smell. Yeah, my dad smoked in that car like crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is he chain smoking? I don't know. But okay. So the thing is, that car had an ashtray in it. Yeah. Okay. And the cars kind of after don't have ashtrays anymore. Yeah. They don't promote smoking Right. Anymore. Exactly. They don't have ashtrays anymore. They have a compartment. Yeah. Right. But it's, but it's not an ashtray. Yeah. Right? So cars now don't have ashtrays anymore. So I think that's part of the reason why he just didn't, he just didn't smoke in that car anymore, which is it just didn't have an ashtray. Yeah. <laughs> well the best reason uh, i don't want to clean it fuck yeah. this yeah <laughs> but yeah i mean i think uh you know i'm gonna continue my search i don't want to rush into it too much um have I, you ever driven like uh the mustangs the convertible mustangs not a huge fan of you know, like uh, it, american cars i'm not a fan of it but yeah. whenever like i'm in la yeah like if you want to get a convertible there's like two or three options mm-hmm. you can get the mustang or you can get like uh what's the chevrolet not Impala. Um, you know what I'm talking about? No. Anyways, the two-door oh, Camaro? Camaro. Camaro. Okay, okay. Yeah, you can get a Camaro or something like that. Um, but those are only two options you have. Mm-hmm. So obviously the Mustang is better than the Camaro. 
Chevrolet, is it? Uh, I mean, they're both Chevrolet, pretty cool cars. I, actually, I think I think the uh, I think the Camaro is cooler than. It looks nice. Yeah, but the trunk is really small. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah, we were looking at the cars. We're just like, okay, we're not gonna fit our luggage in this car, and we don't even have big yeah. ones. Here's another thing that I learned about the Boxer. What? Uh, on the 911, the trunk is in the front, and there and there's no. Oh, really? Yeah. On the 911, the trunk is in yeah, the front. Yeah, makes sense. Rear right? engine. Yeah. Because the engine's in the back. On the Boxster, the engine's in the middle. So there's a trunk oh, right, in yeah, the back, yeah. and there's a trunk in the front. Ah, oh, so crazy. It's very interesting. So yeah. it's actually more spacious. It's more spacious, but one of them usually you put a spare tire in it. Oh, really? And uh, the spare tires because the car is so low, it doesn't go like under. Like this little thing, like in our oh in yeah like yeah because you can't lift yeah uh, the so the boot. spare tire is just kind of like sitting there like like <laughs> just uh, sit like yeah yeah I've never really used this actually I've used the spare tire once mm -hmm. but I have CAA so I'll just call them yeah <laughs> so what are you planning on renting when you go you so you're going to LA That's I'm flying to LA this week you said you're going to Vegas too right so I'm going to LA oh, I'm going to LA um I'm crashing with my buddy and we're gonna drive to Vegas together the next morning okay. Um, so he has a Porsche. Yeah. But he what has, he, what, what kind of Porsche does he have? He has the, what's the SUV? Uh, the Cayenne? Yeah, he's a Cayenne. Or the McCann, the smaller one? I think he either has a smaller one or the bigger one. There's uh, only two. <laughs> so he, he has one or the he's other. He's one or the other. I'm okay. not hundred percent sure. I okay. think it's a smaller one. I okay. think it's a smaller one. It was so funny when he bought it, he told me, my dad made me buy a Porsche. I was like, yeah. why would your dad make you buy a Porsche? That's mm. a huge investment. I'm like, is he yeah. paying for it? He's like, no, he made me pay for it. <laughs> what, the, what a dick. <laughs> buy a Porsche. Anyways, so he, we're driving it to Las Vegas. Yeah. We're going to spend two days there yeah. and then come back to LA. Okay. And then I'm going to be in LA for about two weeks or so. I'll okay. be back on the 22nd. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Are, you say you wanted to rent Turo. Are you still going to rent Turo? Or are you just going to yeah, drive when this I'm car? There, well, I, when I'm there, I will need a car in certain days. Get around. Least. Yeah. Yeah. LA is huge, right? Yeah. And you can't really go anywhere. Mm -hmm. And it's actually dangerous too. We've talked mm -hmm. about that. Yeah. Um. So... Yeah, I'm gonna to need to get a car. So, what do you want to get? That's that's the question. I might want to get a Cooper. I think a Cooper's respectable. Really? I don't know, man. The reason I say that is because rentals right now are really fucking expensive because they're during the pandemic they all went bankrupt. So what do you mean? Who like Hertz is bankrupt right now? Okay, okay. Oh, you mean like the actual rental rental? Yeah, product. the companies are gone. Oh, I see, so I they see. sold their fleet. Yeah. So uh, there's there's actually a, like a lack of vehicles on the road in America. Yeah. So that means prices have gone up. Yeah. So I don't really want to pay like a hundred bucks to rent a fucking like Versa. So, so did you know that these rental companies like Hertz yeah. or fucking Enterprise, Enterprise, they sell used cars. They do. And like I would not buy them. like even even like normally like even even if they haven't gone out of business, they generally sell used cars. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. No, they always sell their fleet. But the problem is, people, you know how people drive them, like fuck all. Yeah. But in like 87. But the thing is, 90. I feel like there's a little bit more of a standard when it's when it's being taken care of by like an actual company compared to just like some rando renting out their car on Turo. Yeah, yeah, where yeah. There's, there's no like you really like, yeah, OK, you see the pictures. But then when you actually get the car, yeah. you know, they might have not taken care of it as well. You know, they might have, you know, rented out to someone just before you. There's not enough time to clean, clean it. clean it, yeah. Yeah, there's really no, there's no standard, standard right? Yeah. Or compared to something else. Turo's like the Airbnb of, exactly. of hotels. Ex or cars. Of cars, cars. <laughs> yeah. Airbnb yeah. of cars. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, I, I agree with you. And yeah. the thing is with like um, those rental companies, mm-hmm. they will always have the newest vehicles because they never keep the right. fleet longer than a year or two. Right. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. That, that's like their rule, right? So, so they, what? Well, how do they? How do they sell? Do they sell kind of by like blue book value or? I think they sell at blue book or just at, at wholesale value. Hmm. Uh, they just let the fleet go and they buy new cars. Hmm. So they, I think I read they have a contract to buy like ten thousand cars a year with like the big manufacturers right oh i see so very rarely will you see like european cars um when i was at enterprise in la back in 2018 uh actually no, yeah 2018 they had jags and we oh, wow. really wanted the jag wow but i think it was like 20 30 bucks more a day we're like okay fuck it you know yeah we're just because it comes out to like like eighty dollars a day, you're almost paying for another Airbnb. Right? Yeah, right, right. So I was like, "Fuck it, all right." Oh, dude, I didn't want the Jag. I didn't yeah. want the Jag. So where are you staying this time? Are you staying at Airbnb or are you staying Airbnbs? Okay. You know, um, hotels are about the same price actually. Mm. But the problem is, I'm not gonna have a kitchen. Mm. Mm. And even though I'm there, I don't want to be eating out every. Yeah, and you're there day. for for a, for a while. Yeah, right. I'm there for a while. Certain days, like if I'm going with friends, I'll eat with them. Mm. But like if I'm doing work, you know, I don't in the Airbnb, like just by myself on the computer. Right. Sometimes you don't want to just walk out and grab food. You know, yeah. you just want to yeah. chill out. You bring any of this equipment with you and doing episodes there? Uh, I might bring my camera. Yeah. Uh, not this one. This one's going back to Jason. Mm-hmm. Um, I might try to chat with one or two friends over there. Yeah. Just have a conversation. I have a con- like a portable condenser. Mm-hmm. I'm going to bring along. I can't bring these guys. Yeah. I think it'll be fun. I think it'll be kind of fun to get some perspective. And yeah. How things are there. Oh, you know. I'm sure they're having a good time. Is LA totally open? It's as of the 15th, the whole uh, city's open. Okay. Like, officially. But with restrictions. No restrictions. No restrictions. No restrictions. So there's no like indoor dying oh, max All capacity. that's already opened. Uh, all that's actually already like allowed. Okay. I don't know what restrictions are left, but yeah. the 15th is the date that they picked for a grand reopening. And I think New York officially is July 1st. Hmm. But really, New York is already partying. They have yeah everything open. Yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, we're we're here. <laughs> yeah, but it hasn't. It's not that. It's not that bad. It's just a matter of time. I think I was just looking at the stats the other day. Yeah, and we've dropped a lot. Oh yeah, we're basically at the at the point, the the lowest point we were sometime last year. Yeah, yeah. 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 We were at like ten thousand cases a day yeah. nearly. Now yeah. we're about a thousand. And last year there was no vaccine. And this year a whole bunch of people are vaccinated. Yeah. And if we're back at the same spot than we were last year, that's pretty it's good. only going to trend I have to say in, that's a, in the right direction, right? I, I was impressed. I, I, yeah. I thought we would not even be close to this. Yeah. I was thinking 2023 when <laughs> Canada reopens <laughs> and it's going to be Armageddon here. Yeah, I finally got the vaccine. Finally got the shot. Um, yeah. I mean, it's going to be an interesting reopening once again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think I wonder if there's gonna be a fourth wave. I don't know. I certainly hope not. Um, I do really want to go back home. I really do want to go back to Taiwan. See my family. Well, you still can't go to Taiwan. Oh, you can. No, but, you can't. You can't. Oh, because you don't have citizenship anymore. You I do. do. I do. But you have to go back for it's, it's essential travel only. Taiwan. Yeah. Taiwan's essential travel only. But isn't that isn't it essential for people like me? It's essential in terms of like, no, it's essential for any, anyone entering the country. Really? Yeah. So you have to have work. What? Even yeah. for citizens? Even for citizens. That makes no sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's essential travel only. Really? Yeah. And I guess, I guess if you live there. Right. If you have, re- if you have a residence there. 
then maybe they will consider that as essential because you're returning home. Right. right? Yeah. But if you don't live there, then. I wonder how they're going to check if you live there or not. Let's say I have an Airbnb. Okay. And I put down the address. My place of residence is this place. I'm sure they'll ask you to like prove some other stuff. Right. Like, like, uh, you know, that you have an employer there or some other stuff. I'm sure they'll like do some sort of due diligence to figure things what out. What if I'm a millionaire? <laughs> then <laughs> and honestly, I don't need to work. honestly, then you're probably okay. Like, I'm not even going to yeah. lie. You're probably going to be okay. I, I think you should try. Or you should just try and just be try. a millionaire. No, no. <laughs> just, just show up, be like, hey, hey guys. Yeah. You know, uh, what do you do for work? I, uh, I'm retired. <laughs> See, that's the thing. Some people have said that, like just, just try. Yeah. But like, I don't know if I want to just take that risk. You know, you buy the plane ticket, you book your hotels or whatever. And then you- I wonder if you can find out beforehand. What do you mean? Like they'll tell if, you. If they'll let you in? Yeah. Like it's tough because you have to ask people that have tried. I don't think they would turn people down. I have, I have a feeling if you have citizenship, they won't turn you down. It's like Korea. They, they won't turn you down. Like Canada, I don't know. they can't turn you down. But also there's a 14 day quarantine. That's the shitty part. Yeah. So when you go to LA, there's no quarantine? There's no quarantine. Get the fuck out America. of here. America. Fuck yeah. What the heck? That's insane. That's so banana pancakes, man. I think it's by state because America is kind of like the EU, right? It's just okay. multiple sure. places that have their own government. Right, 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 right. And they dictate their own quarantine rules. Yeah. But I think they originally said like months ago, there's a 10 day voluntary, voluntarily, voluntary, voluntary voluntarily quarantine. <laughs> and, um, yeah, it's it's up to you if you want to do it, which is I. Well, I don't want to do it. <laughs> I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. Why would I do that? That's yeah. Stupid. Uh, so obviously it didn't really go far, and I think now that they have half the country vaccinated, which is a lot of people. It is, yeah. One hundred and eighty million people are are vaccinated fully. I believe so. Half the country are fully vaccinated. Actually, no, 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 no. I don't, maybe less than half the country, but at least mm. half the country has at least one shot. But they have so many extra doses, mm. they're giving them away or throwing them out. Uh, dose of what? Pfizer, Moderna. Oh, really? really? All the good stuff. They, they don't all that. <laughs> all the good stuff. All the good stuff. You know? So we were talking about this last night. So Pfizer yeah. is the Porsche of vaccines. It is, right? It's kind of this weird, this weird hype to it. Yeah, not hype. What, what's the word I'm looking for? This weird, uh, you know, Branding. elitist type mentality when it comes to like vaccines. Hey, 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 hey. hey what do you got? What'd you get? What'd you get? What'd you get? You, get? you, you get the Pfizer? Nice. <laughs> nice. Nice. Like that's kind of fucked up, right? Like it's really sh- like they shouldn't. Okay. I know that this whole, there's a whole lot of controversy with the AZ stuff, right? Yeah. People are dying. Yeah. But in reality, you really shouldn't have any of this type, like elitist type mentality towards, you know, what kind of vaccine you got, right? You really should just go get it. You really just should go get it. Yeah, right? I, I and think even, so. And even with the deaths and stuff, it's not like- It's very rare. It's very, it's still very rare. It's really shitty though. Yeah. It's like, oh, I did my due diligence and you die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but people that got Moderna, they're okay too. I haven't really heard anything bad about the Moderna. No, Moderna is fine. Yeah. The Moderna is coming out with an HIV vaccine of the same type. So vaccine? Yeah. HIV vaccine? They're doing tests for HIV. What? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's kind of insane. I mean, HIV now is like super manageable, right? It's manageable, but I think a vaccine's better. 
Sure, sure. But I, I, what I've read is that people who have HIV basically yeah. live the same, like their lifespan is almost the exact same as someone normal. Oh, really? Yeah, almost the exact same. And their quality of life is exactly the same too. It's like Magic Johnson helped everyone out. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I, think, I think that's part of it too, right? I think like it's all these rich people who have like, you know, <laughs> who have contracted it and kind of like uh, pushed for the the rest of the country to kind of push this kind of stuff forward. Yeah. That's usually how things are, right? They're like, oh, we fucked up. Now fix it. Yeah. 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 So Anders finished his CFA. Nice. Nice. And we killed him last night. <laughs> <laughs> what'd, you guys, what'd, here. You, what'd, you, what'd you guys do? We went to our friend's place. So our friend has... It's an outdoor gathering of no more than 10 people, yes, right? Yes, yes. Okay, okay, cool. Outdoor gathering of no more than 10 people. <laughs> okay, okay. You know, and so everybody stayed uh, two, two, uh, two meters apart, right? We, we definitely had meter sticks pointing at each person. Yeah. It was like, you know, kind of like... Remember, do, you remember, do you remember in high school when, like, not in high school, in elementary school when we had school dances, like... Teachers oh. would go around with like a with a meter <laughs> stick, make sure you're Separate. not not making sure you're not dancing too close with the president. Really? I mean, we went to Catholic schools. For people who don't know, we went to Catholic schools. Yeah. Uh, like yeah, we were like dance. You would like have to like hold the person in front of you like this. Oh right. And then people like they would use a stick. That make was sure like so nerve wracking. <laughs> you're like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Uh, it was sorry. Great. Go go ahead. Sorry, cut you off. <laughs> um. Yeah. So we did karaoke. Mm-hmm. And uh, for some reason, Anders did seven shots in a row. That guy. That guy. How old is he? He's he's young, actually. Yeah. He's 25, 26. Damn, baby. He's a he's a child. Baby. We're, that's how old we are now. <laughs> that's <considered laughs> I mean, we're not young. that much older, but. We're not that much older, but. Yeah. In our minds, we feel that old. And I remember, so we couldn't leave till 5.30 a.m. Because. Why? He was sitting oh. in a weird position. You know when people get drunk? So what's that? When people get drunk, okay. they sit in a funny position. Because their whole body is just like whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. So he was like that. He was like yeah. slouched over. We tried lifting him up. Yeah. And he didn't want to sit just down. dead weight, right? Yeah, like, uh, he would respond, but he, he didn't, didn't want to sit down? He was on the ground. Okay. In the middle of like between like the, the sofa and the TV. Okay. Okay, okay. And... Cause we're doing karaoke, so we're literally just singing over him, uh, <laughs> and like people are just like around him, kind of yeah. like dancing and singing, <laughs> and literally he's just sitting there like an ornament. Oh my god! And so I tried lifting him up. He's like, no, no, no. <laughs> and so I think at four a.m. he decided to puke. Oh man! Because we, we knew he was gonna puke at some point. Yeah. But he was sitting like on the rug. Yeah. Halfway on the rug, half his ass was on the rug. And half his ass was off the rug. Mm-hmm. So it was 50-50 chance that there's going to be puke on the rug. So I have a question. Yes. So I'm not in the medical field. Okay. You're not in the medical field. I'm but not. you're probably the closest because you used to work at a pharmacy. Yeah. Right. When you get drunk. Uh-huh. Right. And you feel like throwing up. Right. What is it about that act of throwing up all this stuff that makes you feel more awake? That makes you feel better? Because like your body has already absorbed, the, absorbed alcohol. the alcohol. So technically your your drunkness comes from the amount of alcohol that's in your blood, right? Yes. So wh- why does throwing up make you feel more awake? I think it's because your body hasn't processed all the alcohol. Okay. Because technically in the morning after drinking, you're still technically intoxicated. Okay. Um, I think is your body is using all its energy to process the alcohol in your system. So you're kind of shutting down. It's kind of like itis. 
Okay. Sense. Sure. Like when you're, when you're, you eat a lot, yeah. you're just really sleepy. Yeah. Um, obviously your body will be different because you're passed the fuck out. Yeah. Your body's just trying to process this. When you throw up, it's like getting all the poison out. Hmm. So I've actually ended up in a hospital. <laughs> Turn your shit off. Ah, I thought it was on. But also, I mean, uh, comment on this video. Do we have comments? We have comments, right? <laughs> we have comments? We have comments. I don't know. Right, right in. We have an email, right? We, we have can, emails. Yeah, right in. Let us know. Why, why, why do, do you feel better? Get fucked up and feel better. Yeah. But when I end up in the hospital, and when I my friend ended up in the hospital from drinking too much, mm. they what they do at the hospital, they just give you a bowl and they just wait for you to puke it out. Hmm. They don't pump your stomach right mm-hmm. away. Mm-hmm. Like, like they will tell. I mean, that's last resort, right? They pump your stomach if you're like turning blue. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Generally, you just you drank a bit too much, and you're really you're okay. They just don't mm. want to leave you on the street and get killed. Right. Right. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, on the way home, so he couldn't really get up till around five thirty. Mm-hmm. So we're like, I'm like waiting there. I'm like, have just waiting for him to get up because I drove him home. Yeah. And so he puked the first time. So. As we pull out, you know, onto like the main street, you know, I, I stopped drinking like hours ago and he's like, I need to puke again. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> so he gets out of the car, he runs across the street and he pukes. I'm oh, like, geez. waiting, we're waiting, you know, and we're at the light. Yeah. But there's no cars. Thank God. Yeah. It's so early. And then, so as I'm driving downtown, I realized I forgot, like, I forgot this laptop. Okay. So I had to go all the way back up there. I'm like, oh, fuck. Did he need it for today? No, I needed it for oh, today for filming. Oh, it's your laptop. <laughs> I least it's his laptop. No, no, my laptop, my laptop. And so on the way back up, he's like, I need to puke again. I'm like, yeah. Okay, this is the most dangerous thing I've done on the fucking road. Because you're pulling off on, um, I want to call it the on-ramp. So from DVP, when it comes to 404, yeah, you know that one little bridge that connects it? Yes. So I had to stop over there. Okay. On the okay. shoulder. Okay. And- I was petrified. Yeah. Because you actually feel cars. Because when you're going zero. Yeah. You feel cars going at 120. It's like. And you can feel the bridge shake. I didn't feel the bridge shake on this one. But uh, but you feel. Sometimes you can feel like the force of the car. Yeah. As it pushes through the window. You can feel feel your car wobble too. Yeah. Yeah. But they weren't close enough for me to feel that. But anyways. He was puking over the highway. Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, no. I, I, we took a picture. We made a video. I'm like, we should make this a cover photo for something. Oh, no. And that is why Anders is not here right now. Oh, gosh. I'm pretty sure. He, he said to me, okay, yeah, I'll try and be up at 1030. I'm pretty sure he's still dead in bed. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That's what happens when yeah. you uh, finish your CFA. Yep. <laughs> Another thing um, that I did this week uh, yeah. during my week off was I went to Bluffers Park for the first time. What is Bluffers Park? It's in Scarborough. It's the Bluffs. Scarborough Bluffs. Oh, okay. But there's a park that's, is, that, that the, the Bluffs are part of a park okay. called Bluffers Park. Okay. And there's a beach there. And right. we went to the beach. And uh, I've never been to that park before. It's a really quite a nice park. Is it? Yeah. It's really nice. That, I mean, I went on a... Thursday, I think. So there was Ramp. nobody there. Oh, nice. Right. It was it wasn't busy at okay. all. Yeah. Right. But uh, it's a, it's it's clean. Right. It's a nice and clean park. Not like a clean beach. Right. Not like uh, Woodbine. You know, Woodbine Beach or Wasega Beach. It's a really clean park, and I think I would definitely go back again. And I, there's I, a hiking trail there as well. Yes. Um. 
And uh, yeah, it's just a generally quite Have nice area. Have you done the hike there? I've never done it. So there's a lookout point, which I never found. Yeah. I tried finding it. Yeah. And we walked for an hour. I'm like, I can't find this fucking place. I believe it's off the main path. I've heard like that. You have to walk over like the wires and whatever, right? Something like that. It's not an official place. It's not, it's not you, something you can legally get to if you get caught. I yeah. Because I look at it. When people are like standing over a cliff. I'm, mm. I'm thinking usually you could fall off there. Yeah. And yeah. the government doesn't really allow that. Yeah. 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 But yeah, it's a nice place. Nice place. I'll definitely go back. Went, really? We bought some food. We bought some food. So, so we went. Yeah, we had a, like a little picnic there. Nice. Yeah, it was nice. Nice. Yeah. I never, I never really spent much time there. Um, I started hunting for that cliff. I didn't know there was a full beach because mm-hmm. there's like the rock beach. You know what I mean? Like they have like these huge rocks by the water. Okay. On Spy Scarborough Bluffs. Okay. So I've seen that part. Okay. But I haven't seen where there's an actual beach. Yeah. There's an actual beach. Oh, that's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. So recommended. speaking of beaches, I kind of want to think that we're a bit better than the millennials. Did you see that party? We are. Well, we are millennials, aren't we? I don't. Are we considered millennials? No, no. Yeah. I think we're Gen Z, aren't we? Okay. Well, whatever the, no, this current generation ma- ma- is. Wait. Fuck. Okay. Whatever. Anyways, go ahead. Just ask the man <laughs> in the wall. <laughs> are we millennials or Gen Z? <laughs> but anyways, they threw a big fucking party this last weekend. Did you see that? The no. Video? Where? At Woodbine. At Woodbine Beach? There's a couple okay. thousand people. Okay. Oh, okay. There was some shanking. There was, there was? There was some shanking. Oh, geez. And and none of the cops could do anything because how do you rein in a couple thousand people? You can, I don't think you would rein them in. I think you would break it up. But, how, do you, right? how, do you, how many, but because this current like generation of people are actually aggressive. Like they actually attack the cops. But think about it. Which like is kind if, of brazen. If there was like a, like a, like a big house party. Yeah. Right. And they, they were making too much noise. The neighbors were. You know, calling the police on them. Right. The police would go and break them up. Right. Yeah. You wouldn't, ar- you wouldn't arrest everybody, but you would break the party up. Yeah. But when you're at right? Woodbine Beach with a couple thousand people, there's fuck all you can do. I don't know. I feel like you could pro- probably <laughs> no, I mean, not that, but you probably can break them up. Right. I think we have enough people in the in the in the police police force police force to break up a party. Well, I don't know. If they broke it up in the end, or yeah. if they just left it. But it was a shit show at Woodbine. I mean, people are fucking tired of this shit, right? People are tired of, you know, COVID. You know, people are tired of quarantine. Yeah. People are tired of the rules. It's not to say the rules don't matter. It's just that people are tired of it, right? And you, I can understand that people are fucking tired of this shit. Yeah, right? they are. Yeah. But like, they trash Woodbine Beach. Like, they left all their stuff there. That's terrible. That's, that's terrible. Ter- I, that's, that's what I hate. Like, just pick, pick up after yourselves, man. It's not, it's not, that, it's not that hard. I, you know how old people always say, oh, the lot, like, we're better than the, this current generation. Every gener- <laughs> every generation feels like they're better than the next generation. We're already feeling that if we're millennials at like a half generation away. I, I don't think it has anything to do I know. with generations. No. It has, it's just you people so? who are old and mature versus people who are young and dumb. Yeah, that's basically that's it. That's true. Right? That's it's, true. It's, that's basically it. Fucking kids. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've, I've, I've the, <laughs> there have definitely things over the last little while that I feel that I've Notice, notice. Well, yeah, reflect on and notice about myself that made me go questionable. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm getting fucking old, right? A couple of things. So, for example, my dad uh, gave me some, um, some gold jewelry. Really, right? like a gold ring, gold, you know, um, uh, gold ring bracelet. Gave, yeah, 
and uh, yeah, and uh, Cuban link chains. A couple of years ago, when I went back to uh, Asia with uh, my wife Suze, all right, uh, her dad owns a like a like a big jewelry factory in Thailand. Oh, right? really? And they have these things that are like jade bangles. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like the yeah. one piece thing. Yeah. Yeah. And they're, and they're dark. They're black. They're almost black jade. I've never seen that before. And I don't really? know if, I don't know if it was actually jade or some sort of other stone, but yeah. it was kind of like that. And it was in a bangle. And I looked at it. I'm like, it looks pretty good. <laughs> and I was trying on some of my dad's gold rings the other day. I'm like, that looks pretty good. And I, <laughs> I never thought this would look good a couple of years ago, but now I think it looks kind of cool. So now I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm old. I'm fucking old. Well, I still prefer silver. Like, you know, like, so there's yeah. different types of gold. There's yeah. white gold, right? Yeah. I recently learned white gold mm-hmm. isn't real gold. Yeah. I, yeah. I never knew that. I thought they yeah. mixed gold with something else. It is. It is. Yeah. But they, they don't have gold in there actually. There is. Yeah. Really? Yeah. 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 Cause it's different mixed. So there's uh there's white gold. Rose right. gold and then yellow gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they just all have different amounts of real gold yeah, in it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, different different mixtures to make it to. I think for like um like yellow for like um rose gold they add some like copper or whatever to that it. That makes sense to give it that you know look that rosy color. Yeah, I I was I never liked the color of pure gold. It's too yellow, right? Yeah, yeah. it looks a bit ostentatious. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's why I always like silver. I mm-hmm. prefer that. Yeah. So do you feel that you no longer feel that way? You like the color of yellow no, gold? No, I, I still don't like like pure, you know, 22, 24 karat gold. I think that's still too yellow. Yeah. But like gold, like 18, 14 karat gold, like kind of like this color type of gold. Okay. Yeah. Looks pretty good. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Really okay. But I think if I were to buy like jewelry for, also I've been looking at jewelry a little bit more. I never used to be a jewelry guy at all yeah right so but now i've kind of started to look at it a little bit more i still don't really like necklaces it's not really my yeah, thing i feel like yeah i just don't like to wear accessories but like, by like cuffs uh bracelets rings. you know rings yeah something to look at it a little bit more but like hmm, looks kind of cool yeah that's how you know you're getting established is mm. when you have the disposable income to yeah, think about these things maybe but i mean if you're if you can afford like cheaper stuff that look still look good. Yeah. It just never was really my style. I was never a really, I've always been a, you know, t-shirt and jeans kind of guy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. And I've only recently started to wear a little bit more color. Um, not really that much <laughs> color today, but not, not really the uniform that we were wearing. Yeah. Today. But like I was, I still wear a lot of black, but I would wear like black that has color in it. Like a shirt. I bought, I bought this, um, uh, button down, at uh at at value village okay. for seven bucks nice and it was a black shirt right but the shoulders the shoulder area is kind of like um like uh it's it's colorful almost okay. like a, i'll wear it next time but it's kind of like uh kind of like uh, what are they called um floral not floral uh rainbows uh, just kind of just really colorful okay yeah yeah i'll wear it next time but it sure. looks pretty cool i'm like yeah, I'm starting to get into, you know, wearing a little bit more color. So I've been told um, that Toronto is the only city that thinks just pure black is cool. Really? Yeah, like like most places that have a lot more, like, like we think it's like, like that's how people should look, right? Like mm. that monochrome look. But apparently a lot of like different cities, they ha- they're more fashionable and just wearing pure black is kind of lazy mm. to them. Mm. I didn't. I never thought about that because I I do wear a lot of dark colors. I'm, yeah, I'm. I'll be honest. 
grays are my favorite. Yeah. Then there's black. Yeah. And white. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's kind of most of my closet. It's just easy to wash. Yeah. I it's get it. Easy to deal with. I get it. Yeah. And, and I don't know. I've never thought about that. I mean, I, I definitely feel like Toronto compared to other cities are less colorful not, are not as fashionable We're not. but i never thought about it as being just less colorful in general i never thought about that yeah like uh, a girl told me that i thought wow that's what that's where is she getting what, what is she basing that on well because she lived in different cities oh i see so I she's see. like her observation was that only toronto thinks that it's a fashionable thing mm. and i kind of get it i mean you look at like a lot more fashion icons mm. and they have all these like weird colors that i wouldn't pick mm. and because we don't understand that mindset because mm. we're we're not part of that fashion culture mm. in that city right mm. i mean there is some people that dress like that here but it looks out of place compared to like other cities where everyone dresses like that mm. right Wait, how many where, where did she live before i think she was somewhere in europe and i think she she grew up in vietnam you're she told me she was in europe and i think somewhere in the states Mm. Yeah, yeah. Very interesting. Yeah, yeah I never mean, thought about that. that. That's something that I've never thought about. Yeah. Um, have you ever looked at NFTs? Yes. Did you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but not really that much because I don't understand it enough. Okay, okay. Think about it this way. Um, the 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 biggest comparison of NFTs is to things like like trading cards. Yeah. Right. Like uh, you know, baseball cards, whatever. Yeah. Right. If you feel like if you have if you have if you value this thing and then someone else also values this thing, but they're willing to pay you more money than what you bought it for, mm -hmm. then that transaction is kind of what makes NFTs interesting. Right. Right. But I don't I'm not a baseball card person. Yeah. You know, I it really depends on what you derive, you know, value from value and joy from, right? I don't look at NFT and I go, okay, that's something really cool that I want to own. But there are people that do. So for me, I would never buy it because I just don't find any value in it. But that yeah. doesn't mean that that thing doesn't have any value because other people do find value. And it's the same with paper money. Right? I feel like people are doing NFTs mm -hmm. because it's speculatory. Like a lot of those- Like Bitcoin. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, Bitcoin just yeah. lost half its value in like yeah. a week. Yeah. Um, with NFTs, a lot of those Instagram models, mm -hmm. they're now releasing their own NFTs. Yeah. With their tits or whatever. Yeah. And I feel like it's just a way to cash in on this hype. And that's totally fine. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> if you yeah. want to cash in, cash in, right? But I, I'm just so baffled that everyone's so taken by it, right? Yeah. You're owning not really an item. You're owning a serial code that says you are number one of a thousand who owns mm -hmm. this picture yep. yep which is utterly stupid because you just down the fucking picture right you're you're right in a sense that nfts i think the application that we have found to it's use great. it yeah no i think i think there is a good value proposition for it not necessarily value proposition just the the technology that enables nft right is really cool yeah right? no, it but is. just the application that we found for it now is kind of just novelty stuff yeah right? yeah yeah but the actual technology you can use it for real things you know whether it's whether the nft it represents like a real 
um, I don't know, movie ticket or whatever, right? Yeah. Or a concert ticket, right? So that's where I want to see it used, yeah. right? Like of something of real value. Yeah. Um, I think that's the, I think that's the, that's the direction that the NFTs will eventually go to. Right. Is, hey, I have a virtual concert ticket. I can sell it to you because maybe, because concert tickets are by nature limited. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I can sell it to you. If you want to pay me more for it, I can, I can sell it to you. So I think that kind of transaction, that kind of application of mm -hmm. NFTs is kind of where it's going to go in the future. Right. It's just right now because there hasn't really been a huge company that's come out and kind of taken over the space and really offered a real application of this technology. Right. It's kind of all just this novelty stuff, right? Yeah. But there's a couple. There's a couple of companies that are doing stuff like this. I mean, we could yeah. see, right? Because a lot of this, yeah. all the crypto space is yeah. kind of uh, speculatory. It's novel. Yeah. It's not really of value to the world. Same with Bitcoin, right? Like, yeah. I don't necessarily believe in Bitcoin. But you believe the, the application. But I, I believe it. in the technology of blockchain. I think right. that's applicable to a lot of different, a lot of different things. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so too. It'll yeah. be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, we'll see. That doesn't mean I don't have any. Uh, <laughs> I, I have I have some Ethereum. <laughs> I have some Bitcoin, and you know, like, you know, like like you said, you know, you try try and cash in on what you can. Right? Hype. It's yeah. not like I'm planning to make a million dollars off of it. You know, I, maybe I make a, you know a couple bucks here, a couple bucks there. I have know? some friends I have. Yeah, and that's and that's great. They probably hopped on the wagon a little bit earlier, right? Twenty twelve, I think. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, I, I I was just like, you lucky son of a bitch. Exactly. You know, <laughs> and that's the thing. You keep an eye out for the next big thing. See if you can throw a little bit of cash into it and right. see what happens in the future. Right. But that's the thing. Don't invest your fucking life savings into it. Right. Do you see that video that Jason sent us? Uh, did you watch it? Oh, you did. You did. I did. You, you were so angry about yeah. it. I wasn't angry. It's just, it's just so fun. Senseless. It's so senseless. Yeah. That, that video was- The ending was the worst. The ending where- He was dancing. Yeah. So that video was, that Jason Santos was, I think in China, mm -hmm. where this hairstylist, mm -hmm. the way the story goes, he invested and he lost money and he wanted to take revenge on society. Mm -hmm. So he took his BMW and he plowed it through yeah. um, a bunch of people. Yeah. And I have never, like, we all play Grand Theft Auto. Mm -hmm. And I guess people do fly in Grand Theft Auto yeah. and plow into them. Yeah. But you've never seen that in real fucking life. Yeah. And that's exactly what it's like. It's like Grand Theft Auto when you knock somebody over and they just go flying. I was just like, what the fuck? I'm not sure it was that limbs that were flying or just the yeah. whole body. Yeah. But I thought, what the fuck? I mean, those those people who go flying and their limbs are just like. A little langling. Yeah. They, yeah, they landed. One, one person landed like that. Yeah. In the video. I mean, they basically, they probably died on impact. Oh, right? fuck. Like as soon as the car hit them. They're probably dead. They're probably, they're probably dead. Oh. Right. Or at least, you know, lost consciousness. Right. Oh, 100% cautiousness. That's why their their whole body is all, all, you know, all soft. Oh my and, God. Yeah. That landing will spaghetti. do more damage, I think. It's insane. It's it, it was insane. fucking insane. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And then he was dancing at the end. I That's the thing. Fucked. Like, don't invest your life savings. Into, I mean, they, okay, people always say, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. You know? Yeah, Gabe. <laughs> yeah, don't all don't invest all your money in forerunners. That's just that's not the way, that's not the way to invest. Yeah, right? Gabe. <laughs> yeah, I do like his forerunner though. Have you okay? Have you? Uh, he had 
Two. He had he has two. two forerunners. Yeah. And yeah. he had one before. Have you ever sat in the shitty one before it got fixed? Do you remember that one? I Was it the, the, the air suspension was bad or something? Something like that. Yeah. I, I have sat in there. I remember um, we drove to Montreal and every time we'd go over a speed bump, <laughs> my head would hit the roof of the car because it was so hard. I had to lie down. I had to physically lie down flat in the car because every time we go over a slight bump, my head, I would get fucking a cracked skull and a fractured ass from that car. That, that, that's, I think that's the problem with used vehicles, right? Hmm. It's really hard to find a good used car. And I think I found the strategy. Okay. So when I bought my BMW, I bought a used. I didn't buy a new. Okay. I'm not, I'm not rich. I'm broke. <laughs> <laughs> broke man driving a BMW. Um, but what I did was, actually it was Gabe, mm. man in the wall, mm. who took us, who took me to Hyundai. Did okay. I tell you the story? No. Okay, so... We were at BMW and every car I looked at that was used either was hit before, like not like a scratch, like actually hit. Yeah. Or they were really overpriced. Okay. It was like 28K for a fucking three series. Okay. And I was like, oh, I don't really want to pay like 30 grand for a used three series. Mm -hmm. That's like a bread and butter car, mm -hmm. right? So he said, why don't we go to Hyundai? I'm like, I don't really want to drive a Kia either. I mm -hmm. said, not Kia. I don't want to drive an Elantra either. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so he said, oh, the new G70s, the Genesis are nice. I'm like, yeah. oh, okay, whatever. Yeah. So we went there and there was a four series on the lot. Mm. And we looked at it. It was really low mileage, 74,000 kilometers on it. So I thought, oh, it's actually a good deal. Yeah. So we looked at the other like Hyundai cars just to take a look. And most of them look like the dash was just kind of plastic or mm -hmm. whatever. The G70s and up. So I think it was G70, G80, G90. That's their trim, I think. I don't remember. But it was, they were nice. They were nice, but they were expensive. Like you're looking at like 60, 70K for fucking <sighs> Genesis. Wow. Yeah. That's, it, how much a, that's how much a used Porsche Boxster costs. Well, there you that's go. That's how much a new Porsche Boxster costs. Well, there you go. So you might as well just buy a fucking Boxster. But it is a four-seater. Okay. It's a sedan. It's a sports saloon. I see. It's not like a two door. So yeah, I mean, it's like it, a five series comparable. Yeah, they're they're competing in the five series catalog, yeah. and I guess a five series brand new costs somewhere close to hundred k. Yeah, I yeah. imagine. Right. Um. So we talked to them. I said, I don't want any of your cars. I want that BMW. <laughs> <laughs> and they told me, oh, they actually got the car from the CEO of IBM. As a trade-in or something? Yes, he traded it for a, for a G70. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay, okay. yeah. I see, so I it see. was kind of ironic that he traded that car in. Yeah. And I realized that people that finance their vehicles mm -hmm. will treat it with more love and respect mm -hmm. than someone that leases it. Because you're playing on you think trading. Because so? you're playing on trading it in later on. Because yeah. if, if, if you treat it like shit, you don't care at all, and you drive it like as your daily beater. Yeah. Then so, it's not worth anything at the end. So I don't know. I don't know if maybe because that's not me. Right. right? Because if, if I want to drive, if, okay, if I lease a car, right. this is something that I'm driving every day. Yeah. I want to treat it with some love, with love because I want to make sure I'm in a clean car. Yeah. I want to make sure I'm driving a car that works well. So of course I'm going to treat it well, right? Like, and I think that's a lot to do with personality. I don't yeah. think, I don't think the fact that it's a lease versus a finance or whatever 
is really going to affect how I'm going to treat the car. It's just, that's just how I am. I think if a person is just a dirty person, right. If a person is just a kind of a, they don't take care of their shit. Yeah. It doesn't matter if they get at least war finance. That That's fair. Yeah. But I think in the sense that people won't do as much maintenance and upkeep as mm. they should. Mm. There's a lot of times where you have a lease, you don't put in like the, the right type of gas, mm. you know, like. Honestly, I don't know how that fucking happens. I don't know how. You t- put in the wrong gas. No, no, like people. Not you're putting in diesel in a yeah. fucking gas. I know, car. but I mean, even like people like, just cheap. They don't want to pay for eighty seven, ninety one. Yeah, it's pretty expensive right now. I'm putting in ninety one. And so here's the thing. I've yeah. always well, here's something I've always wondered. Right. Okay. People that chase the cheap gas prices. Okay. <laughs> and a lot of people do that. You know. A lot of our friends do that, right? <laughs> the man in and the wall. And that's okay. It's okay if you if you want to. It's fine. Yeah. I don't really care. But what I really wonder is, at the end of the year, how right, much do you save? How much? Honestly, how much do you save? Like grand grand total. How much are you, are you saving? If you're like, okay, I'm only gonna get gas when, on X days. On X day at this time, and I'm like, how much are you? How much are you saving at the end of the year? I, I, I really wonder. Care. I used to go to Costco for gas. Yeah. Well, he told me that Costco's gas, they dilute it. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll stop going there. But Costco was about 10 cents difference, right? Okay. So if you think about it, that's 10%. Back then it was like a dollar. So okay. 10% would be in, on a 50 liter tank, it's like five bucks. You say five bucks. Five bucks per- Per tank. Per tank. Okay. Yeah. But on, let's say if you're saving five cents mm. on, you might say like- 250 mm-hmm. that's all and you gas up maybe like every two weeks two three weeks two three no no now i do back then yeah. when i was living when i had the jetta yeah i was dry i was gassing up once or twice a week holy shit well actually i drove a fucking lot i yeah. didn't realize how much i drive yeah back then yeah i was doing 350 500 kilometers a week oh i can understand i, I used to work in uh mississauga that's disgusting. and i would uh I would gas up on a Sunday and then by Wednesday or Thursday, I would gas up again. That's so fucked up. Yeah. I, yeah. I fucking hate the commute sometimes. It's, it was, it was bad. It was bad. It, I, the, I think the worst part wasn't the actual driving. Cause I like being in the car and driving the long yeah. distance. I don't mind that. It's right. the, it's the stop and, and go, go traffic. traffic that, yeah. It like puts you to fucking sleep. It does. And I feel it like does. that's so dangerous. I think that's the worst part. It's so good. I mean, we can keep going. Yeah. Yeah. We can keep going. <laughs> Stay in your cubicle. Um, yeah, that's totally stop and go traffic really, really frustrates me. Yeah. It drives me nuts. Yeah. I just think it's dangerous because I almost always fall asleep. Do you actually? Yeah. It just it just puts me, it's like a fucking uh like a like a rocking chair or like uh, oh, those things for a baby. Okay. It just puts you right to sleep. Do you know why? You have no road rage. Maybe yeah, that's true. I do. <laughs> when, I don't. I when don't. you when you have road raging, you're like your adrenaline's pumping. Keeps yeah. you you're like fuck. That's true. I have <laughs> close to zero road rage. You are as chill as a cucumber <laughs> in rush hour. <laughs> there are times where I'll I'll drive and my wife's sitting beside me and she'll go, "What the fuck?" And I'm just like. Oh man, that's not safe. <laughs> don't don't do don't that. Don't do that. Yeah, because like I mean. I don't know. I just feel like I don't want to let them get me riled up and ruin my day. Right. I feel like I value my time and my and my energy a little bit more than let 
some guy. They all, there was only one time where it made me furious. Really? It was one time. One time. And I can remember it vividly. Okay. I was, it, was a, it, was a, it was a T-shaped intersection. Okay. T-junction, okay? yeah. And I was coming down towards the dead end. Okay. Right? And uh, there, was a, there was an always stop. Right. So I was coming down to towards the dead end. Okay. And some guy was going across like this. Okay. Right? And I come towards the stop sign. I haven't even stopped yet. Right. And the guy just blows through his stop sign. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay? Yeah, yeah. While holding up his middle finger at me. What? And I just go, what the fuck? Why? Like, like, like I, I can't even understand why you would do that. You must have had it, a hard day. May, maybe, but <laughs> I, I just let out at some point. I got so mad that I, I turned and I followed this car. Really, and I followed him and I honked at him and I followed him. And <laughs> after a while, I calmed down. I'm like, ah, fuck, well, we're wasting my time with this yeah. guy. And then I turned and I went back. But that was the only time where it really, really made me angry because. Okay, if we came to a stop and then you blew the light or you blew like, a stop sign. Yeah, or like I stopped and then like, you know, well, like he cut me off or like I cut him off and then he flipped the finger at me. Or if if something happened that made him react that way. Yeah. Okay, fine. I get it, right? Sure. But he, it was just like he was just ready. His, he had his middle finger up and everything. He was just doing it the whole way. Yeah, just like he, would just, he just held his middle finger up the entire <laughs> ride. Like, uh, like I, it just it made me wonder, like, what is wrong with these people? Like, it's, I just There's don't understand. There's so many fucking morons. I remember when I first started driving, I used to drive a lot of people around, right? Like, mm -hmm. with the Volvo. Mm -hmm. And I remember this guy. So, you know, maybe I wasn't going fast in the left lane. He tried to play bumper tag with me. So he cut in front of me, tried to yeah. stop. yeah. I I was so angry. I would I did the same thing to him. Yeah. I I was just like, what the fuck? It's so fucking dangerous. Yeah. It's just people people are stupid. Yeah. It's just people do dangerous things that are unnecessary. Yeah. <laughs> do you think you're so chill? I feel like Taiwanese people are more chill. <laughs> you think so? You think it's a Taiwanese thing? I, I think because like, okay, I'm just generalizing a little bit here, but yeah. you go to Taiwan, everything's yeah. so laid back compared to like That's true. Yeah. a lot of different places. Yeah. I wonder, is it because of that, that, that chillness, that kind of part of the culture, part of the mm. people that makes you more chill? Because me and Suze are both Hong Kong people and we are pretty hot blooded. Mm. I think uh, she would disagree with you as her being Hong Kong people. <laughs> <laughs> but but I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't think it has anything to do. Maybe, maybe. You know? I feel like maybe. you are a bit of a byproduct of where you're from. Like, I think so. Like... Yeah. You're not gonna be, you're not gonna be like if you're from the south. Yeah, you can't handle spicy mm. as much as people from the north. Yeah, it's just how it is. Of course. Yeah. Right. Um, I don't think that changes like if you're born in Canada or not. Right. It's yeah. Just your blood. You're genetically. I feel like just because you're destined to that. Yeah, I think Taiwan because um, it's not as dense. It's right. Like, it's a bigger country than compared yeah. to Hong Kong, so it's not as dense, and it's not like Japan where it's. Even though it's a bigger country, it's still very dense. Yeah. Right. But I think people in Japan are pretty chill too. They people, are. Yeah. People in Korea are pretty chill too. I think, yeah, maybe it's just a byproduct of just being, have more space where you're just like not up in other people's faces all the time. You think so? Yeah. I guess because Hong Kong is a very small island. Yeah. Well, Hong Kong is actually relatively big. Mm -hmm. It's just the, the usage. Have you ever seen the map? Yeah. It's literally 
95% green, yeah. 1%. It's same with Taiwan. I think Taiwan yeah. is only uh, like less than is less than half occupied. The rest is all mountains. Yeah, yeah. It's all mountains. It's hard to live yeah. in those areas anyways. Yeah. It's like Canada. Canada's like, we're all over here, rest of the country. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, some people think I'm too chill. <laughs> but uh, you I need know, to I, react. I just, I, I just ref- not refuse. I just feel like. Don't need to. Yeah, I don't need to. It makes me feel better. Yeah. You know, make, I, I feel like I'm having a better day if I just don't react to other people's dumb shit. You know, I think for me, it's just like a way to release. It's not like I'm actually angry. Yeah. Like, once it, like if you hold it in, you know what I mean? Like it's like you're just holding that feeling. He's like, but do you feel better? I do. And then you don't think about it at all for yeah. the rest of the day? Yeah. It just goes away. Mm. It's, it's never happened. Mm. Like, it's just like, it's like, you got to take it. You got to fart. You hold it in. It's like. But then you let that's, it out. A, that's a very bad example. But <laughs> it's a very, very poor. It's kind of like that, right? Like you just don't think about it anymore. It's like, the, thing, okay. the thing is you hold in a fart. It's going to bother you. It's going to come out eventually. Yeah. Right. So but that's the, the same thing. thing. No, but that's the thing. Like when you, when you have, when you have that kind of anger, you know, you, that frustration, it's just yeah. frustration. So it's like, once you let it out, it's like, okay, whatever. Done. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. For me, at least that, that's how it works. You know, once I, once like I go, <sighs> and then it's like, okay. I'm done. Yeah. You know, you just move on with your day. Right. Yeah. Did you want to do tech? Was that your dream job? I don't know if it was my dream job. <laughs> I think I was very interested in computers when I was very young. Yeah. And I think when you get into computers, you kind of naturally only have one path path to go down. Yeah. And that's to study either IT or computer science in university. Yeah. And I think high school doesn't really prepare you very, very well for no, computer science. No, it doesn't. Uh, you think it's going to be all programming, but it's like a lot of math, right? Oh. And they just don't really prepare you. They don't prepare you well mentally for the amount of math you have to do. But uh, anyways, I plowed through it through school. And, you know, once you come out of school from computer science, the only thing you, the natural thing to go and do Uh is programming. Right. 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 It's just kind of the natural progression of things. And I've kind of switched out, switched out of pure programming, but. I do feel like we brought this up. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But I think. It, it's it's a uh, it's very natural progression of things. So I don't know if it's not my my dream job. I, I feel like the job that I am in now is kind of like my dream job. But my my dream job, I don't think I will actually do until yeah. I'm retired. To be honest with you, is it gardening? It's it's not really. It's not, <laughs> no, it's not gardening. So I, ideally, I want to retire back home in Taiwan. Yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, you made that decision. Yeah. I don't know. Have I, have I talked about this on, the, on here before? You, you've talked about, well, at least to me, you've talked about where you want to, you want to retire either in a cottage, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Or I want to, I want to buy a here. place in Taiwan. Or in Taiwan. Like, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I want to buy a place in Taiwan. That's like you know, a house that's close to the mountains. Um, but the thing is about Taiwan is that you can live in an area that's like really close to like the, the foot mountains. of the mountains. Okay. And you can go hiking every day and stuff like that. But you're also maybe only 20 minutes away from a subway stop. Oh. And then you can take the subway right into the city in like 15 minutes. That's not bad. So that's the good thing about, about living in Taipei yeah. or living in Taiwan in general is that the, the, well, the metropolitan area and the rural area is very can close. be very close together. That's nice. Right? That's so not that, too bad. So ideally what I want to do 
this is what my real dream job is, is to be able to rent, to buy something like that and to live there uh-huh. and um, maybe open up a small coffee shop and, you know, uh, cook like kind of like diner food and stuff like that. And then, you know, give uh, tours, right. like hiking tours yeah. for foreigners because I can speak English. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, that, that is my dream really? job. That's my dream job. Yeah. I never thought of you as a coffee shop owner or, mm-hmm. or a diner food owner. Yeah. Like, I know you do love diner food. Yeah, that's my th- that's my thing. So I, I hopefully I don't want to retire. That's the thing. Like that's another thing. Like I don't want to retire yeah. when I'm like sixty five. I don't want to do that. I don't want to retire when I'm like old. I, I want to retire when I'm. Um, by retire, I don't really retire. It's, it's not really retiring. It's just like find something else to do. Yeah, I my nine to five job. I don't want to do nine to five until I'm sixty five. Right. Yeah. I think fifty transitioning out ideally. Of it. 45 to 50 is kind of when I want to make that transition from doing something, you know, nine to five office job to something that I will really enjoy doing on my own. So that's what, that's kind of what I'm aiming is like 45, 50. That's kind of what I want to do. You know, I, I kind of just realized when people say retirement, it doesn't really mean 65. We always thought about it at 65, you know, mm. no one says what well, you do after 65. Yeah. We always thought of it as this is now you do nothing. You go into the abyss yeah. and you become an old person. Yeah. But I think really retirement means whenever you can get out of nine to five. Cause you are, you are wealthy enough at that point, supposedly mm. that you can stop working. Mm. Right. You have a pension, you have yeah. savings, you wherever the fuck, right. And yeah. You get a bit of money every month and you live off of it. Yeah. But I mean, let's say you could do that today. Mm-hmm. If you can get out of the nine to five grind, yeah, technically you're retired. You've hit that benchmark, yeah, right. It's not an age thing. It's yeah. more of can you financially afford to do something else? Because I would never fully retire, like you said. Because mm-hmm. I feel like your brain would go to mush. Yeah, that's how people get Alzheimer's. Yeah, get, you just get bored. You get bored. Yeah, I don't know. It seems like it's kind of depressing. I think, but I think that's the, that's the traditional way of retiring, of retiring. Yeah. Because, because, you know, traditionally wages are high enough, are high enough that they can work for a certain amount of time. Yeah. And then after that, they can afford to just do nothing. Right. But now, nowadays the, the middle class has, has shrunk. Yeah. Right. So they can't really do that anymore. You have to either you're like. You're you're not making enough money, yeah, right? and you have to really work until you're 65 or past 65, and even right. after then, can you really retire? Probably not. And then there are the people who are like in our situation, we can we can afford maybe if we save diligently to be able to retire at that time, and then maybe even a little bit earlier, yeah. And like you said, get out of that nine to five grind, grind and yeah. do something else that you really want to do, right? I the idea of that. Okay, so one thing I really hate, and I think that goes to why I'm an entrepreneur, and I, I really suck at like being a desk job mm. worker, is the idea that you have to constantly pinch your pennies. Like, let's say you, like, you're given a set budget, mm-hmm. right? Rather than, okay, you know, if you work harder, you make more, you're given a set budget, and you know what your spending limits are mm-hmm. every month. And it just feels like it's never enough. Like for most people in Toronto, they never buy a house. Mm-hmm. That that's not even like within the realm of possibility anymore. Mm-hmm. 
like uh, our mutual friend that mm-hmm. Suze knows, mm-hmm. he spent seven years living at home to save up for it. Mm-hmm. Like, let's say I want to do that today. Not like I want to spend be 40 before I fucking put a down payment and then you're mm-hmm. tied to a fucking mortgage for the next 30 years. It's that cool. actually is a great segue to what I wanted to talk about, <laughs> <laughs> which is buying houses. Right? Yeah. And I think buying houses in general, I think is a little bit... Ridiculous. Uh, no, I don't. I want to say I don't want to say ridiculous because I think everybody has a different reason for buying a house. Yeah, right. And I respect that. I just think people who don't necessarily want a house. Yeah, right. They feel like they have to buy a house. Right. Because that's the next kind of progression in life. Uh, it shows that maybe you've made it. You know, and that is just something that you kind of have to do. You know, and I think the idea of owning a house is kind of overrated. You know, I think if you and if, you know, if you decide, hey, you know, what, I, I want to be I want to retire. Right. You know, quote unquote retire and live in a condo. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You know, I, I think in general, I think the idea of saying, oh, I owning a house, I think is generally a little bit overrated. I, I mean, it depends if you need the space. Sure. And the thing is, people will think they really need the space where they don't really need the space. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, for me, I could, I would say 800 square feet is comfortable for me. Yeah. I think that that's like the best space for myself. I can't do 500. Think about it. Like people in Hong Kong, people in Taiwan, they, I mean, what? I wouldn't say 300. Not not, maybe not 90%, but like 70% of people live in condos and they, yeah, raise a kids, f- a family of two, of three in a condo. I Th- think you, you you can do it. It's not it's not undoable. I think it becomes a grass is greener on the other side type of thing, mm. where I like the smaller compact areas. But people like Anders, who grew up, and Jason, who grew up in that um, arena of three hundred plus square feet to like a thousand square feet. And you fit four or five people in there. Mm. They want the big space mm. because they're well, also they're used to paying like what ten million Hong Kong for a fucking condo, mm. which it comes out to about like two million, which is like low. Yeah, I've heard at least like five for like a mid range condo. Mm-hmm. We're not mm-hmm. even talking about luxury condos, yeah. right? Uh, luxury looking at a hundred million yeah. Canadian. You know, like people think real estate here is bad, but mm. it's actually not that bad. Yeah. But it's yeah. just that the salary here is shit comparable to mm. what you are paying for. Um, but you're right. I, I don't think most people need a house. Yeah. Unless you're like, you have a passion for working on projects like yeah. car or something like that. And I have noticed that, uh, you know, that idea, like you kind of grow, you grew up in a condo environment, yeah. like really cramped space. Yeah. And once you can afford to buy something you're like fuck i want to buy a house right yeah but for me and you who grew up in a Suburban house area. right you're like you you grow up and you're like fuck i i, I don't want all this shit that <laughs> I, I have to do fucking lawn yeah i fucking hate mowing the lawn i don't like work i don't like uh, cleaning my gutters i don't like you know raking up the leaves in the fall and shoveling snow in the winter i don't want to do that shit but you know what has irked me so i've worked in real estate as a like in tech real mm-hmm. estate tech mm-hmm. and so i've gotten to know all like the condo managements mm-hmm. and most are pretty corrupt here i'll tell mm-hmm. you that mm-hmm. straight up so the problem is if you live in a condo you gotta pay that fucking maintenance fee yeah and 
you people don't have control over their maintenance fees because mm-hmm. the board is a bunch of fucking idiots. They're mm-hmm. literally fucking morons. And mm-hmm. whoever runs the boards of a condo, mm-hmm. you're literally picking a guy who lives in your building and yeah. calling him the leader of the condo. Yeah. And they have the right to fucking fine you and whatever on these fucking rules. Mm-hmm. I guess that's the only benefit of having a house yeah. versus um, a condo per se. Mm-hmm. But the upkeep and whatnot, it's its almost like a two sides of a coin and yeah. both sides are pretty shit. I think what I read <laughs> is for a house, every year you spend 1% of the value of the house on maintenance. That's disgusting. Yeah, that's, that's what I've read. I don't know how, how true that is, but that I mean, but that, that number would be very inflated today. I mean, unless I guess property tax, does that count as maintenance? No. Mm, I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. Yeah. Cause like, like my parents' house was like yeah. a quarter million yeah. or so back then. Now it's worth yeah. like 1.5. Yeah. Yeah. Like in 20 years. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't think these, like, I don't think people can afford to spend 1% of 1.5 million on a, maintenance that's fucking insane yeah like you would need so much residual income yeah exactly upkeep and for me that's what i think like it, getting back to you know where yeah. do you derive your joy and value and value and happiness from yeah right? is it from owning is it from owning a house and being able to you know work on the backyard being able to work in your garage if that's where you derive yeah. your utility your value your your happiness from then yeah okay sure do it right but for me that is not where I do my 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 value, yeah. my happiness is from the my interest, you know, in watches and cars and um and whatever other stuff. Yeah. And that's where I feel like if I put my money in those places, that's where I'm gonna get the maximum of a utility back, right? But that's kind of how I feel too. And part of that is living in Toronto forever would be your life is so limited because mm. everything is so much more expensive. Mm. Like I'm turning Taiwan, a house by the mountains costs nothing compared to what it is here. Yeah, probably. Probably like yeah. what, a fifth, a tenth? Honestly, I have no idea. Yeah. On, when I go back next time, I actually do want to spend some time looking at some real estate. Right, because right. I, do, I do want to move there sooner rather than later. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Don't you, aren't you sad that your parents or your dad sold? The house you had in Taiwan back then. So the thing is, my dad, what my dad owned wasn't a house I could ever live in. Okay. It was a. You've been to Taiwan, right? Yeah. So you know how like a lot of the the ground floor right. is uh, uh, retail. Yeah. And then second, third floor. Oh, kind of like the ones on Queen are, over here. Yeah, our uh, our condo, uh, Re- our condo, housing, uh, or yeah, residential, yeah. residential. Yeah. Yeah. So he owned a ground floor unit. Okay. Yeah. So. so you never would have been able to live in there, anyways. It was so we actually rented out for the last 15, 20 years. We oh, still have it. No, we sold it. Okay, you sold yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. We actually sold it to the guy that's been renting it from us for the oh, last twenty good. years. Yeah. They're uh, they're a bike shop. Okay. And they've rented from my dad for the last twenty years. That's awesome. Yeah. And when they decided to sell, they're like, okay, we'll buy it. Yeah. Because yeah. they like, we don't want to move yeah. operations. And it's a it's a ground floor unit. It's retail. So there's no way we'll ever be able to live there anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I do like the area a lot. The area was really, really nice. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. It was, I mean, it wasn't near the mountains or anything, but um, it was a quiet neighborhood. Right. Uh, close. I mean, it's in the city. Yeah. That's the thing with, um, with Taiwan. And you've been, so you know, but like it's very mixed use. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You Like you can... 
you know, where you live, you can, there are, there are hot, there's a clinics, there's restaurants, there's, uh, there's parks, there's community center, there's everything yeah. within your kind of little area here. You kind of have to go to where it's residential. It's all residential. Yeah. You have to go somewhere to do your shopping, go somewhere else to do your, you know, whatever. It's very separated, right? Yeah. Not like there where everything is kind of its own little cluster. And it's even better for, because the transit system now all of a sudden don't have to carry everybody from yeah. the suburbs into, into the, city. the city. Yeah. They can commute within their own communities. Yeah. Right. That frees up the traffic all going one direction. Yeah. Right. It just it makes things so much better. I think that's one thing I hated growing up yeah. was um, like we didn't have a car growing up. Yeah. And so going to McDonald's, yeah. my dad would drive to work. We had one car. So my mom couldn't drive us out anywhere during the day before. And she was stay at home mom for the first couple of years. Mm. So we had to walk out to McDonald's. I mean, your McDonald's isn't that far. <laughs> How well, far is that McDonald's for you? But when you're, when you're eight. That's true. And yeah. you're walking 1.5 kilometers. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of time and distance, right? Yeah. It feels like forever. Yeah. Right. So it was a 15 minute walk. Yeah. Like as an adult, like yeah. maybe when I was a kid, like 20, 20, 25 minutes, mm. maybe like, but it was just so exhausting. Yeah. And then like, it was midsummer. You mm-hmm. just want to go grab an ice cream. It's like, yeah. yeah. It's like, it's blazing. I was like, fuck, I hate this. Like, why am I living in an area that has yeah. nothing close to it? Yeah, it's kind of crazy. And then in Taiwan, it's just like you go downstairs, you turn a corner, there's a 7-Eleven. Fucking <laughs> the best, the best. It's amazing. And the thing is, they made it so simple. At 7-Eleven, you can do all kinds of shit. You yeah. can do your banking. Right. At You can do your banking there. You can pay your bills there. <laughs> there's a 7-Eleven. So, you know, so it's not a 7-Eleven bank, so it's, but it's like, a, you know how there's like a PC Financial? Yeah. So they have like that kind of Partnership. equivalent with uh, with 7-Eleven. Right. So you can go to your 7-Eleven for all your ATM stuff. You can go and pay your 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 hydro bill, pay your yeah. phone bill, uh, go there to top up your, you know, your transit card. Yeah. Uh, you can buy alcohol there. You can buy, you know. Anything you want. Anything you want from. You your, can eat there. And you the can, food's You can get, um, if, you, if you live in a place where there's no concierge. You can get your Amazon or oh, deliveries, deliveries yeah. delivered to the 7-Eleven. It's a drop point. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's so convenient. It's so convenient. It, it's so... Because, okay, 7-Eleven is an American company. Yeah. But ironically, every 7-Eleven in North America is a piece of shit. I, I wonder why that is. I don't know why that is, too. Yeah. That's something actually I, I wanted to bring up a while ago. Was like in Taiwan and in, in China and Shanghai yeah. and in Hong Kong, like they have um, like what Family Mart. Mm-hmm. They have Seven yeah. Eleven. There's a one that Esso kind of owns. Uh, Circle K. Yeah. So yeah. there's Hong Kong has tons of Circle K. Yeah. And they all have the same utility. Yeah. They will sell like high end like brandy and like cognac, mm. but here like they fucking sell like dried out sausage yeah i wonder i wonder why i think i wonder why that is i mean i mean the, the, it's a culture thing I, of course but yeah. i also think that also the 7-elevens that are being run in japan in taiwan they're their headquarter yes is still the one in the states but they're really ran by the japanese division yeah they're really ran by yeah. different companies right you know yeah i mean that's like every company right yeah. like you have a CEO in that country yeah. that reports to like 
the upper CEO. But I mean, you look at the model and these models are so much better mm. in Asia. I, 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 hands down, I would not even give Toronto a nickel for any of their convenience stores. I think it's, I think it's the, um, it's that mixed use thing that we were talking about. Yeah. Right? If you had taken, if you take a, um, uh, a 7-Eleven and right. you stick it into a residential area. Yeah. Now, all of a sudden, the things that you have to carry are going to be different. Yeah. Right. You're going to have to carry the things that normal residential people are going to be able to use. Yeah. Right. You can, and you have to carry them in larger quantities. Right. Yeah. It changes the, 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 the needs, the, 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 need, the needs and of the, uh, of the community and the stores now have to suit the needs of wh- whoever's yeah. going to buy it. Right. But now, Right now, it's, it's they they kind of have to. They're just outside of the communities. That the kind of offerings that they have is different. I right? think also here everyone drives. Yeah. So no one likes to do like no one will do their bills at a Seven Eleven. Mm. If you're gonna say you gotta pay a bill, you're either yeah. gonna go to the bank. Yeah. Or you're gonna go to um the actual place. Like if you have to deal with Service Ontario. Yeah. You'll go to Service Ontario. Yeah. But I'm sure in Asia, Seven Eleven can take care of it. Yeah. And I guess also the, the attendants are better trained to and also, do this kind of work. People in Japan, people in Taiwan, they cook a lot less. Yeah. So Asia I, in general. Yeah. So maybe that's why the food that you get from 7-Eleven is so much better because, yeah. well, you want that convenience and people don't usually cook at home. Yeah. But here, most people cook at home. Yeah. So the 7-Elevens don't need to carry that kind of stuff. Right. It's, it's was, a shame. I was thinking about that because um, in Japan, in some rural areas. Yeah. Right. Um, they have 7-Elevens yeah. that are really, really far away from residential areas. Really? Yeah. There's, there's this uh, podcast, not podcast, this uh, YouTube channel that I follow. All right. And there are like a couple that live in like the Japanese countryside. Okay. Right. And their closest 7-Eleven has amazing stuff, but they have to drive 10 minutes to it. Uh, yeah. 10 minutes. That's like what? Like, well, I guess it depends how much traffic there is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's, I guess that's the difference. It's, it's a shame. I wish we had better 7-Elevens. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's, it's not even that I wish we had better 7-Elevens. I just wish we had better convenience. Yes. But I feel like it's gotten better, especially where I live now. Oh, uh, uptown? It is not, not even just uptown, but like specifically where I live now, you know, I've got, you know, you know, McDonald's close by. Right. Got yeah. Lots of food choices close yeah. by. I've got lots of bubble tea choices close by. I've got uh, the only, th- and I've got convenience, uh, convenience stores I can go buy and buy like toilet paper and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I think it's that it's kind of starting. There's a little bit more There's of, a bit that, of a change of that mixed use kind of stuff. There are some communities downtown that are like that too. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I, I see that downtown. Yeah. Like you drive through more. like a residential neighborhood and you see a coffee shop yeah. in the residential neighborhood. Yeah. Right. I'm like, okay. Yeah. I'm, that ground I'm, I like level that. build, that ground yeah, level build exactly. kind exactly. of makes sense now. Yeah. yeah but before just didn't really resonate with me. 